It's the granddaddy of all the events just before WrestleMania. The one that's just before WrestleMania. It's the event you'll forget come WrestleMania. Fastlane. We can put on any matches we like because you won't remember them. That's right. And uh, actually, there were some interesting matches on this uh, Fastlane card. You know, there's the um, the Drew McIntyre versus Shameless, and there's um, the uh, the Rollins match. Shame that the um, the Intercontinental Title match was on the kickoff show. Real shame that. Really devaluing the title, and thankfully devaluing Retribution, but unfortunately devaluing Ali as well. Um, he didn't win, of course. Of course he didn't. Matt Riddle has just picked up the title. There'll be larger meat for him to lose to, surely. Although I can't see him having a long reign. So, was Fastlane worth it? Let's see. Well, we start with four people who can really do this. They can really uh, delight in different ways. And Nia Jax is massive, a bit cumbersome, but massive. Shayna Baszler is legit tough. Sasha Banks, who I'm more high on now, can, can turn it on when she wants to. Bianca Belair is the future of this company in the women's division, surely. And she surely will win that belt the the the, uh, the women's championship belt from Banks surely she will, but when you put those two or those four people together in tag team feuding, they've been doing it for ages and really because you throw Roginald, the wine waiter in the ring, or in the mix and in the ring as well, it just doesn't show any kind of interest. The main reason for this match is they don't get along, you know. They don't get along as teams. They don't get along with each other. They just don't get along. All those women, they're always gossiping and fighting. It's a little bit nasty. And you know, these four people are struggling to give us something great. But they are struggling against the booking. There was a lovely moment in this match where Sasha Banks was thrown from um, from Nia Jax's shoulders. She had her, her knees up on her shoulders, thrown down, and she hit a DDT on Shayna Baszler. That is something extraordinary. It's great. But the match was just meh. You know, Roginald got hit. He, he's there for no particular reason. You, you're wasting four great talents. And I thought you were supposed to be having a women's, a great women's um, evolution. Particularly when you've got such a stiff kick, actually. It really rattled her. Um, Baszler pushed into Banks for the knee, then straight into the bank statement. 
th there's good work here, but it's the first match out and it goes for nothing. Such a shame. Of course, Belair and Banks can't work together. They're jawing. Oh, you're a rookie. I don't need your help. And of course, Banks is rolled up and Jax and Bella and uh, Basler retain. Because, you know, these women, they can't work together. Oh, dear. They're always in the toilets talking about boys. It's just, it, it's, it's a sexist situation, this. I mean, it would be a sexist situation if it's not for the for the for the for the the feeling that the WWE doesn't know what the hell they're doing, and they're just deciding stuff on the hoof. The only high point of this, apart from the work they can do, which is was that Belair was left in the ring at the end because you're going to have a slap, aren't you, from Banks to Belair. And Belair sold the slap itself very well and then was left with, I'm shocked, I'm not really surprised, and now I've decided that I'm pointing at the sign, of course, the WrestleMania sign, because it's the one before WrestleMania that you won't remember. And the work she does, and she's given ample time to do it, is, well, actually, this has just hardened my resolve. I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. And I believe she will. But what is the point of this match? Just to sell that. And to give Roger Nold a bit of a... A bit of a... A, of a, a pay-per-view. There won't be any corks popping around here. Not with him still in the mix. I'll tell you that. Shane's injured his leg, training, just before he was due to, f to fight Braun Strawman. So unfortunately, what we do get to see is, uh, are his shorts pulled up a little bit to see more of his leg? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that gentleman's flesh in any way, shape or form. Thank you. Oh, and here comes Elias, talking about, I'm a singer. Bad Bunny's a singer. Well, not really, and neither am I really, but you know, same sort of ballpark, and I could do something special on WrestleMania. I brought along Jackson Riker, who is just nodding and not really doing anything and looking a bit of a fool. Because that's what he's good at. Shane has an idea. Now, I wonder what that can be, particularly as Elias clearly is wearing um, knee pads under his jeans. Oh, I don't know. Let's see how this one pans out, shall we? Apollo Crews needs something, doesn't he? He wasn't really cutting it with the big smiley thing, so they've turned him face, but, you know, her heels, should I say. But what we don't want is him reclaiming his Nigerian heritage. That would be fine, but don't carry a spear to the ring. Don't do that. Can you not see how that might be offensive? No. Well, here he is fighting Big E, and we know who's going to win this. Before we start, though, this um, show is sponsored by Old Spice because you need to splash some of that on to cover up the smell of this shit, don't you? Big E ain't happy, is he? Oh, no, he's drawing all the time at him. Gives him a spear off the apron. Well, with a, 
Apollo off the apron, then puts him on the apron, on the apron, off the apron, make your mind up, gives him two huge splashes, drawing all the, in fact he splashes him on his head, which is a bit naughty, drawing all the time, you ain't ready for this, you beg me for this, this is what this is all about, it is what this is all about, and then suplexes him out of his boots, Cruz of course comes back, it's a, it's a suplex, in fact, goes for the three amigos, with Biggie having to push his hands back in place, so he manages to get it. It's not ideal, really, is it? In fact, it's a lot less interesting when Apollo Crews makes his comeback, even though he hits a nice big frog splash for a long two. And hang on, what's that ending? Who got the pin? Shoulders down, one, two, no. Shoulders down, one, two, ring the bell. What? Who won that? Big E won it? Right, so Apollo Crews is not great. I've never really liked him. He's okay, he's a perennial trier, isn't he? Big E's supposed to be getting the push and he is getting the push, but this didn't do either man any favors because Big E's angry, goes in to brutalize Crews, hits him with his best shots, Cruz comes back, can't win either, and then there's an unholy mess for the end. Well done, WWE. You really serve both men well. If Old Spice are one of your advertising partners or your main advertising partner, here's a tip. Don't make them look foolish by putting a 24-7 title skit around them. Salesman, Drew Gulak enjoys the smell of it. He's got lustrous hair these days, Drew Gulak. Yeah. Anyway, Tozawa, where's our truth? He's hiding behind the, the bottle. Right, He's just, there's, there's a pit. There's another pit. I've had enough of that. But one thing we can be sure of, Old Spice, is a comedy fragrance. That's what they're saying. But you're delighted that you put that money in now, aren't you, Old Spice? And here's someone else who looks like a joke. Braun Strawman. He must have really cheesed someone off to be treated like this. Insulted by McMahon, the basis of a comedy situation, because he doesn't have any kind of humour in him. McMahon can't, uh, can't fight him, so it will be... Will it be Elias? Jackson Riker? Oh, I don't know. What does it matter? Here's how Elias can win. He could give Braun Strowman some coffee. Because as we know, Braun Strowman is allergic to coffee. And that is why he has B12 shots. And that is why when we saw him in his uh, hotel room recently, there was a syringe there uh, on the shelf. B because of the coffee, I think it is. Because he's, he's allergic to it, but... Still wants to drink it. I think that's the... Anyway, don't give him decaf. That won't work. It's the other stuff you need. Right. Elias is doing the scared face thing, as you might expect. Um, Jackson Riker's got his shirt off, but he's standing a long way away from Braun Strowman because he doesn't want to look in comparison to him, does he? Strawman beats Elias up. Jackson Riker gets involved, he also gets seen to. Elias, because of a distraction, gets a chop block in, actually gets some offense in and a two count. Eventually, 
straw man puts him down with a power slam, running power slam for the pin, and then goes searching for, Vince, for, for Shane McMahon. Who wins here? Shane McMahon. They just cannot be seen in a low-status situation, can they? Strawman looked silly through Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is there to fight him. Shane McMahon gets out of it because he's smart, you see. So Strawman looks ridiculous because he beat up and he beat up um, Elias, and anybody can beat up Elias. He saw to Jackson Riker, but Jackson Riker's a one-dimensional fool. He's... He can't get what he wants, so he can't get closure, so he still looks stupid. None of these people are superstars. You want to call them that? Then give them something that makes them look like that. Not tools. Or indentured servants of the WWE, which is what they all looked like here. This might be alright. Seth Rollins, or as they keep calling him, Steph Rollins. I kept thinking, who's Steph? Maybe that's his sister. Is it a new character coming in? Versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And actually, it's not as good as we might th- as we might expect, because Nakamura really is something very special. You know, all the stuff that Rollins does, well, most of it early in the early in the the, the match isn't all that brilliant. Um, when Nakamura takes over, does a a running knee, a knee to the back of the neck on the apron, that's very nice. Um, he also. It's a lovely German suplex on Rollins as he slides through the ropes. Rollins does hit a nice falcon arrow for a long two, but um, he but Nakamura counters the stomp into a landslide for a long two, and then a reverse exploder. Very nicely done. There is a sort of um, it's a very good move actually from Rollins where he misses, which, or rather it's avoided, the running stomp, and he hooks one of his legs or one of his feet into Nakamura to stop his momentum and then kicks him in the back of the neck. That's lovely. And then there's a quick stomp for the pin. It wasn't bad. It wasn't special. Nakamura deserves more. Rollins is a good hand. Meh. And I'm afraid I feel the same way about Drew McIntyre and Shameless Seamus. You know, Seamus used to be a champion. Yeah, imagine that. And you know, the Shameless moniker from me comes to when it comes from when he came back and was in that ridiculous and awful feud around you're a drunk and a drug addict with um, with Jeff Hardy, which it seems is his, is his stick now, isn't it? And they're going to have 
I mean, they, they, it's been a nice feud because they were mates and all of that. So it's been a nice feud. It's actually one of the only feuds recently which has been brought on slowly. This is going to be a, a no-holds-barred number, number one contenders match. And unfortunately, although it's two big men fighting each other, and that's always fun to see, we've had quite a lot of no-holds-barred matches recently, including the recent um, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns one, which was far more interesting because they pushed the AEW stuff. So you got the, you know, you got the, you got the, um, the forklift and all of that, and the, you know, and the, and, and the handcuffs and all that kind of stuff. This just had, well, you know, kendo sticks in there inconclusively. Um, McIntyre's got the, the salt air on his face, or at least the blue and white look great, to be honest. Um, Seamus sells a, a steel step whip well. Steel step whip well. Steel step whip well. Sounds like some kind of um, some kind of jockey. Steel step whip well. Anyway, there is a lot of suplexes onto the concrete, and um, a very nice. Oh, um, when uh, McIntyre throws Seamus through a barrier, there's a sort of little explosion. A bit as if they're saying, "Ha If AEW can do it, so can we." Then he puts Shameless on a storage crate and rolls him towards the ring, which is quite nice. Suplexes him off onto the floor. There's a lot of that sort of thing going on. There is is a white noise, which is the biggest spot of the match, from a barricade through the table, which is through an announce table, which is nice. The crowd are chanting, this is awesome. But if you think of other matches of this type, even recently, it isn't. McIntyre's in the ring doing the usual, I'm spent, I'm co- I've been beaten from pillar to post, you know, where he kind of puts his hand out and sort of crawls up the... Po- he does that all the time, and I'm so bored with it. Shameless has brought a part of the announce table into the ring, but um, McIntyre manages to future shock DDT him into the announce table piece, and then hit him with the Claymore and I presume a slapped thigh, for the pin. It was okay. Shameless produced something something that was pretty pretty good, actually. So, and McIntyre is good. But it wasn't what I wanted it to be. I don't know what the next match... I don't know what I wanted it to be. It's Alexa Bliss versus, versus um, Randy Orton, Randall J. Orton. And I think that... It was going to be a high-concept match anyway. And what you've really got with all this Orton stuff and her putting him under a spell and all that is the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior thing, you know, where where his feet were on fire and was at somebody else and he, and he spewed up all that stuff. Well, Orton does that. Get me get me a towel. There's lots of him stalking her... A, a little bit of lighting thing falls on in front of him. Are you trying to kill me? You know, she throws a poor fireball in the ring with a sound effect. And uh, it does, the, commentary table, the commentary team have to say, I think he got his hand up and blocked it. It was just really bad, actually. Then, a burned hand through the mat. And it's the fiend wearing a burned uh, mask. He looks hideous. He's hideous. I think Samoa Joe says. He's not, though, is he? He's just funny. It's just a rubber mask. 
We know that really. Randall is really surprised. Why? I do not know. He's been in the WWE for many years now. He gets pushed into a Sister Abigail for the Alexa Bliss pin. So now we've got Charred Fiend for breakfast and Alexa Bliss hamming it up. She's your main course and if that's the case it really sticks in your gullet. Very, very, very poor. But this main event should make up for it. Not for the whole pay-per-view, of course, or the whole event. But this should make up for some of it, at least. And it is actually allowed to have about 30 minutes. And it's actually a really, really fine match. Because early on, you've got Daniel Bryan, who has the confidence to beat Reigns. He's cagey. He's the grappler. Reigns has got the power. He keeps slipping out of things. Reigns puts him in a headlock. He slips out of that, hits an arm lock, gets wrist and shoulder manipulation. This is good. And he's and he's laughing at him and, you know, but of course Reigns gets on top and starts his usual boring kind of slow-paced attack. It's a disappointment when he takes over. It's such a shame. He does block a Rana attempt from the top, step down from the, from the second rope, and then um, Cinch is in quite a poor Boston, but that's fair enough because that was quite a lot of power. That looks good, actually. They're on the outside and uh, Brian comes off the top, over the top rope. Uh, Reigns catches him and sort of falls with him. Oh, it was some kind of slam. It wasn't. He fell with him. There is a very nice um, Brian knee from the apron. The crowd are shouting yes, which is just great. And I'm not surprised, really, when one of Roman's main pieces of offence is a rear chin lock. Oh, dear. They even shout yes, by the way, when Brian hits a very poor missile dropkick. Mainly because Roman's too close. You're too close to it, Roman. You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, dear. Never mind. Then there's a flurry of kicks from Brian with a, with a yes shout for every single one from the crowd. It's great. He's so over. And um, then there's a yes lock. Some stomps. And then a yes lock. Roman sells it very well. Tries to get to the ropes. Brian rolls through to roll him back into the centre. And another yes lock. Very, very nicely done that. Around this time there's a ref bump. Edge is on the outside. Did I mention this? I don't think I did. As a special enforcer. Which apparently means you can be a referee as well. He instantly gets in and starts to do that. How ridiculous. Brian goes back to the yes lock because that's working for the crowd. Roman is fading. Jey Uso's in, kicks everybody. Throws Edge into the corner then. But Brian knocks him down. Hits him repeatedly with the chair that Uso has brought in. Gets some applause for that. Then unfortunately hits Edge by mistake. And tastes a Superman punch. But when he goes for the spear, the spear... Brian gets the yes lock again. Beautiful counter. Close up. Roman is fading. He softly taps. And Edge smacks Brian with a chair. And then Roman with a chair. And then Brian with a chair. And then he's, ooh, I'm so angry. This is my spot. What are we to think now? I like Edge. He's returning. That's great. Oh, is he a nasty piece of work? I don't know. Or maybe I don't like him as much. Or maybe he was just driven to it. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's confusing and shite. And of course, 
the ref's back in, Roman falls backwards, drapes over Brian for the pin. God, that was poor. And you know what? It's fast lane, so it doesn't really matter, does it? But it's an example of where we are now. You're wasting four fantastic women at the, at the top of the show. Big E is made to look foolish because Apollo Crews can make him look that way. Braun Strowman um, and two others are also made to look foolish just so Shane McMahon can look alright. Rollins is never as good as you'd expect and brings Nakamura down. McIntyre and Shane must have an okay match. There's a ridiculous Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton match with a fiend who is not over anymore. And the main event's good. That's not worth spending all that time for, is it? But what does it matter, eh? It's only fast lane. It's on Peacock, though. And if I were them, I'd be looking at this card thinking, is that what I bought? That? Two and a half out of five. Ta-ta.